Hi, it's Hannah Burner. And Des Bishop. Thanks for calling the Burner phone. If you leave a message after the tone, we may have to make it into a podcast. What's up, my little dialers? We're going for a drive this morning. On the road episode. And by this morning, I mean 11.45 a.m. We're recording. Honestly, I think anything before 2 p.m., I say good morning. Yeah, that's your morning. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if, you know, if it's three hours into your day, that's still the morning. Don't tell me what my morning is, okay? I, mornings, it's a made-up thing anyway, so I think if it's before 2, I'm going to look at you and I say, what a pleasant morning it is. It is. We're at exit 33 on the Long Island Expressway, driving out to West Hampton, Long Island, literally on the road. So this is like kind of our kink, which is we'll go for a drive and it's an hour and I go, what if we just brought, brought the podcast equipment and the audio actually sounds amazing because we're in this like small car. We apologize for the fact that there is probably a, just the gentle sound of the road uh, in, in the background. Of the journey. Yeah. Think of it like a like an NPR documentary, you know, mm. the sound effects. Mm hmm. Kind of like when you're falling asleep with a little static noise. I've been back and forth from Ireland since we talked last, so that's pretty exciting. Des has traveled more with his torn ACL than anyone. First time we're, uh, I've been driving since uh, it's all happened. So anyway, it's all, it's all positive. This is, a, this is a positive day in our <laughs> lives, a bright, sunny New York winter's day. Also, we got some great feedback on the last episode. People loved the meet-cute stories. And that was you guys. That was the dialers. I mean, we always give credit where credit is due. The dialers bring it every fucking week. Also, we stopped at Dunkin' Donuts. Did you like the Dunkin' Donuts ad at the Super Bowl? Oh, you know, I just I only saw the ones that you sent me because I was actually fly, I was flying that day. Yeah. I, I thought it was good vibes. You know, some were better than others. I thought so. Ben Affleck was either having the time of his life. Or like he was drunk. I Let's don't know face what it. Was going Let's on. face it. Ben Affleck is hard to read. <laughs> you know, no one ever he knows. only has like two emotions. You're so right. I'm, I'm laughing, or I literally look like I'm, you know, in need About to be committed. To, yeah. No, you're so right. But I do have to say, Matt Damon makes me laugh a lot. Yeah, Matt Damon's comedy uh, credentials are probably underrated. Underrated. I would say. Underrated. Say. Anyway, we got sidetracked on that. I, I do want to give people some updates from last week because there was a story about a woman who typed the wrong email and it en ended up going to the wrong person and now that person became a love story. Yes. And, and, we, and if you listened last week, you know exactly what we're talking about. So let's get a little update from her. We love these updates. And the best part of the story is that, well, number one, like, I'm a teacher for adults. <laughs> I teach yes, not children. Um, and when I thought that I had emailed a student, it was a PhD student. <laughs> so fully an adult. Um, and I asked him if he was interested in this upcoming training. And his response to me was three words. And the response was, interested in you. Yeah, it was bold, it was forward, and uh, men today could never. So that's what really stood out to me. Interested in you. Amazing. But, but, he, but he didn't even know what she looked like. Maybe she had a little photo in her signature. You guys, maybe if you're single, always have a photo of yourself. You know, Paris filter, Facetune. In, yeah, you in just your never signature. know. I mean, Alex Cooper met her guy on a Zoom, Zoom work call. Really? Yeah, she called him Zoom Man for like. Oh, that's time. right, sexy Zoom Man. Sexy Zoom Man. He was just in the corner of Zoom, spacing out, and she was like, "That's my husband." That's the guy. So you guys, people will be like, "Oh, don't, don't shit where you eat." Yeah. You meet people at work. It happens. Does and I are coworkers. You never know when your avatar is your first impression. True. Oh my God. But also, this is the thing. He, I got it. Mm, that was aggressive. That was aggressive. He he has to be really attractive because if he's not and someone just responded interested in you, I'd be like, okay, I don't need to be creeped on on a Tuesday. He's responding to like a random accidental email. It's not like he's normally saying interested in you. Yeah. He's going off the fact that there's like a, he's jokingly being like, I, I have no idea what this is, so I'll just send this as a joke. That's funny. Okay, that's funny. I was just envisioning like when you go on your Twitter DMs and some guy's like, hi, my name's yeah, Steve. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. He, and know, I've, he, I've he, never seen someone so beautiful. Can just, you send me $400? He was just being silly, you know? 
Yeah. So anyway, it was good to get the update because that was our question last week. I don't what know could he say? The question was like, I, th- I thought I was sending it to a student or whatever. So the adult yes. student. And we also have one more update. Well, this isn't an update. This is actually somebody that missed the prompt last week. And it was a good one. You liked it. Hi, Hannah and Des. Huge giggler here. And Des absolutely loved your stand-up on YouTube. I meant to submit this last week, but I obviously was lacking on admin. But this story is too good not to share. Uh, the craziest way I ever met a romantic partner was that we matched on Hinged, and he was very persistent on taking me on a date, but not in a creepy way. Uh, so I finally decided to give him a shot. Whenever I gave him my address to pick me up for our first date, he responded with, why did you send me my address? We then realized that we actually lived in the same apartment building, and I actually lived directly three stories above him. We just recently got married on our three-year anniversary and are expecting our first baby next month. Love it. (laughs) I just love the randomness. That episode, we're going to have to do that episode again in the future because... The randomness, like, why are you sending me my address? And then, boom, that, some shit's just meant to be, man. I do have a college story that kind of relates. Okay. I was at the KK in Madison, you know, where you go on I the mean, weekends. I only know it because it comes up in your stories a lot. <laughs> the college club. <laughs> um, and I guess I was drunk, and I guess some guy was, like, kind of cute. And we were, like, leaving the bar together. And we lived on the same the same apartment complex on the same floor. And he ended up being creepy, so then I had to avoid him for the rest of the year. Oh, my God. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mission Impossible every time you leave the house. Like, <laughs> no. look like, look like, a, like a cop on, like, a drug bus. Like, yeah. fucking leaning your head out quick at I'd the side. It's like, clear. I'd have to look out the door at the, like, hole <laughs> to make sure he's not in the vicinity. Send your friend in front doing, like, the two-finger, like, uh, oh, military... <laughs> Well, that's We're the clear. thing with Move. these stories. They either go, like, amazing, like, you're like, where are they can together? Or you're like, and then I had to, you know, <laughs> file a <laughs> restraining order. Yeah, it's the worst ever. <laughs> it's a th- I mean, love, hate, it's all a thin line, but that's what's so interesting about life. A little bit of wind, a little trickle of water could just change the chemistry of everything. Um, I'm a woman But honestly... That experience that you had, it turns out that was like a guy that you nearly hooked up with or did hook up with and then it was awkward. But like, I promise you, everybody, little tip about life. For the rest of the life, for the rest of your life, you're going to be avoiding people. <laughs> avoiding people is part of life. Like your neighbors, people in your building. There's going to be people you want to avoid. And then there's going to be people that you can't avoid that you're going to be like, fuck, I got to put on a smile for this motherfucker. Yep. That's just part of life. But you know, there are social couples out there. Like there are people that are like, you know what would make this better if there were more people in our house? No, but I, I understand about people being social, but what you, we're social people. We're not antisocial. We're I know social, that's like but part of when your we're in the mood. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is that like even social people are going to have people that they want to avoid. True. You know, there's going to be some like annoying Karen in your neighborhood or like somebody with a dog that you hate or just, you know, or somebody who's has a dog that your dog bit (laughs) once. There's always going to be people that you want to avoid, no matter how social you are. But it's just part of life. That is very neighborhoody. Like when you grow up in New York City, you actually don't really have to avoid that as many people, I think. Um, I don't know about that because you commonly mention the the guy in our building that you're trying to avoid. Oh, there is one guy. In this <laughs> <I'm trying to> <laughs> avoid. <laughs> well, actually, you're so right. It's so like the universe. The one person you're trying to avoid, you will see every fucking day. Yeah, man. And you're like, how is it possible that I've never seen anyone else in the building but you? And there's thousands of people in this building. <laughs> yeah, and then you're stuck with them on the elevator, man. Yeah. Oh, anyway. God. But I, I do have to say, this kind of social stuff has helped me save a lot of money because... I can't handle like walking into a boutique with cute stuff and just having the lady look at you the whole time. And oh. be like, how are you? How's your day going? Like, it's like a fucking meet and greet every time you walk into a bu- boutique. The more expensive the shop, the more awkward it is. Oh my God. Yeah. And God forbid I like look at something, then it's like a whole ordeal. I have yeah. to try it on. And if you're a people pleaser, next thing you know, you're buying it. <laughs> what? I mean, basically, you just go, I'm just, I'm just looking around. But the problem is, you always go, I'm just looking around. And then they're like, if you want to try anything on, let me know. Yeah. You know? I've so many times even been like, oh, this store is cool. And then had an interaction I didn't like and been like, thank you. And then just walk out. Well, I worked in Berber, you know, in the 90s. Yeah. And, uh, Shut up. you know, you're selling expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is kind of a skill because you, you can actually, like, if you can get the item on somebody, yeah. like if you can get a Burberry Trench 21, $1,200 in the 90s, mm-hmm. right? If you can get it on somebody, 
there is a chance yeah. that like they'll love it or even worse that they will just feel so ashamed that they'll buy it out of guilt i know that's and, and me. that's the reality get it on them did they did was there like a process that they taught you for selling no like, i didn't get like a sales like a, pitch i didn't i didn't uh, some crazy acronym I, th- my sales, how I Coffees got the job was that closes. my father was the general manager. So oh, okay. I was a, ne- but I was a nepo seller. They didn't have a system to like sell the stuff that they teach you. No, no. I mean, just basic stuff. It was, it was, it was fine. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, Burberry stuff largely sold itself. Like somebody yeah. that was in the mood to buy. But I, I feel like you could, uh, you know, you could, you could turn somebody. But anyway, There's definitely. Methods. So I've been on both sides of that. I know? come from. But a here's the thing. On the other side of it. Whenever somebody was like, I'm just looking around, it was fine. I feel like when you're the snooper, you're feeling more pressure than yes. is actually on you. Yes. But sometimes I feel like they do, like, make you feel bad for just looking around. Like, they'll give... But then again, yeah, maybe I'm just projecting yeah, I on think, them. Yeah, I, I think you're proje- uh, often you're But you projecting. can tell when you walk in, these people, they're like, they haven't sold anything all day. You come in, they get excited for a second, and then you watch the happiness drain from their eyes when you're like, I'm just, you know, waiting for my husband to yes. finish his... Exactly. PT, and I'm just strolling. My my dad is a you know salesman, so there was a lot of sales talk in my house when I my first job was cold calling sales. We would like practice together wow. at dinner, and there are all these like, you know like C C C. You got to look at the. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. It wasn't like there's that. There's a lot of strategy involved in cold calling sales or just selling in general. But the one thing I learned the most from sales, which I, I think has helped me sell anything including just myself is when you want to try to sell something you have to just ask what they want and then you tell them how you whatever you're pitching is going to do exactly that for them and then it kind of just makes sense so i you're turning into like some sort of like motivational tiktoker here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> andrew huberman I, I, this is what happens when you drive on Long Island. You become like a Long Island salesperson. Let's get it. We got so many great calls. Oh, yeah. Let's get so into the dialers. We didn't even get what to is the, the prompt. Topic. The prompt is how do you de-stress and calm yourself down? What's like a unique way that yes. you chill the fuck out? And I think I put this because like, you know, we've had the holidays, Valentine's Day. It's fucking cold. It's scary. Um, existential crisis. I'm like, how do we just all relax a little because i feel like so much of my life like i'm working and then i'm complaining that i'm not relaxing enough and then when it's time for me to relax i'm like i don't know how to relax well you're going to be well equipped now we got some great tips and can i just say that 50 percent of them were smoking weed oh sorry <laughs> 50 percent were smoking weed yeah. now we are not a weed couple have you ever smoked weed before oh yeah i mean I, my weed days are well over though so i actually didn't let let I didn't actually include a smoking weed one, but can I just say thanks to everyone who said smoking weed and it is a fine, it is a fine method of de-stressing. No judgment here. But I do think if you smoke too much, it makes you more anxious and you have to keep smoking to like get that high. I'm not trying to be like, you know, a Debbie Downer or that mom, but I think there's a, you can do too much of anything. And I had some friends who went too far with the weed stuff. Okay, so ca- uh, note caution on the on on the weed option. Yeah, like you can, and then some people like gummies. I've been joking that I, I ruin parties when I smoke weed. I'm not good with weed. I guess it's d- different personality types. I think I have control problems where like the second my brain gets kind of fuzzy, I'm like, oh, if something happens here, I'm not going to be able to save the town because I'm dumb right now because I'm high. And then I start freaking out. I'm like, if someone needs me to, me to figure out a mathematical equation and the Pythagorean theorem, there's no way I'm going to solve it, and we're all just going to be helpless. The way I feel about weed is there are some comedians that weed is their whole personality, so I just leave that area for them. <laughs> I, 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 avoid, I avoid the subject. I mean, a lot of comics smoke weed, yeah, to be creative, to be funnier on stage. The way my career would plummet <laughs> if I started smoking weed. I can't even be drunk on stage. When I'm drunk on stage, I will start laughing before I tell the joke. I'll be like, you guys, this is so funny. <laughs> and then they just stare at me, and I'm like... And the worst is when you walk off stage, you think you did good. Because you're like, that was fun. When well, everyone's like, that made no sense. Let's face it. We're a stress couple, not a weed couple. A stress we couple? We thrive on stress. Let's stress. get into some stress relief. Come on. Okay, let's learn. Maybe we could evolve from this. So I don't know if this is 
like innovative. I'm pretty sure everybody does this, but I'll go on a walk, like a power walk or like a, a run or a jog, but I'll usually put headphones in and have a fake conversation. Like I'll pretend that I'm on the phone with somebody and just like blowing whatever it's called, like getting things off my chest and just like going off and being like, this fucking bitch pissed me off and blah, 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 blah. And like, I don't actually want to tell anybody about it. Cause like, I don't know, like I just, just for me to complain about my day, but I'll pretend to be on the phone so that I don't look like a crazy person yelling in public, like to nobody. I mean, I, you live in New York. I could probably get away with that in New York. I live in Denver. So the, I need the headphones as like a buffer. But yeah, I just fake scream in public and my phone. I think oh that's my genius. god. This is very interesting. It gives kind of like verbal diarying. <laughs> diary, verbal journaling. <laughs> diarying, that's diarrhea. Verbal journaling. So it means like you're basically just venting, yes. but you don't have to worry about like the person on the other side being like, "Okay, this is affecting our friendship because you're trauma dumping and you've been talking about this forever." Yeah. Basically, like, you're, who you're, needs you're a therapist? Putting it out but this is like literally like putting it out into the universe like in a way that's like so freeing because you're literally out in the universe you're out there just like unloading it and and you're around other people so there's something like doubly liberating about it because the other people think that you're on the phone but you're literally just they think you have a lot of friends yeah you're just you're just putting it out into the ether i mean for me i love it because i have a habit as you know of like just getting deep in my thoughts and then literally yeah. like fucking verbal like i will actually verbalize <laughs> the, the the shit that's coming out. We've talked about it before. I don't want to be repetitive. But what when I heard this, I was like, well, here's a solution. Just put I some always, AirPods in. I have to be one of those idiots that always walks around with AirPods. Yep. Because then I can be my own self without looking like I have serious issues. Wait, maybe that's why AirPods actually are doing so well. Because no one's actually talking to anyone. Everyone's just like losing their shit to themselves. But if you think about it, it is such a like... Um, you're a release because if you're just sitting at home not moving your body spiraling your thoughts are spiraling 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 there needs to be like some kind of release so if you go outside and you're moving your body and you're fucking venting yes i mean i love that i and it's an automatic mood changer because yeah. there's a silliness to it too so as you're venting you're almost kind of being funny about it so it's like immediately like the whole perception of what's going on changes i think it's yeah there's something about when you say it out loud too it becomes less scary like if you're really nervous about something or upset about something when you say it out loud you're just like oh okay and that's how journaling is too like you write it down like i'm nervous that my boss is going to be mad at me tomorrow and then you look at it and you're like that's fucking stupid all the christians are like hey guys this is praying we've been <laughs> oh <laughs> you're literally just praying <laughs> you're putting it out there yeah i mean but that you know that is what religion is it's a release of you know putting yourself putting your i don't know what religion is, is. What religion? i have no fucking clue what religion is <laughs> i don't know you started looking at me and then i started panicking i was like he's <laughs> i went to sunday school for three years motherfucker I'm just no, Sunday I, school. I, I thought it was great. I was I was I, I, I wasn't trying to cut you off. I was curious what what your take I do have to say though, this is definitely like my mom goes on my mom invented the hawker walk. She's been hawker walking forever and when she I know she's on her walk on a certain time, so like I'll call her if I'm in transit or not, and we just fucking let it out and then I'm like, Okay, hey, talk to you tomorrow during your hawker walk. Yeah, there's something I don't know, there's something I, I think this is ingenious. There's, there's <laughs> something, like, powerful about, like, essentially you're just unloading on your imaginary friend in a way that's just so, like, letting it go. I do this whenever I'm nervous in New York City that, like, I'm in, like, a... I see, like, it's, like, dark and late and there's, like, a strange man following me. I'll get on the phone and be like, I'll be there soon. I know, like... I know he just got out of jail <laughs> and I know that he has anger problems, but like, I love him and I, yes, I'm going to see him soon. Yeah. He's, he's finished. At the he's finished at the gun range. He's <laughs> the gun range. How many guns does he have? <laughs> so I've gone on, I definitely go on the, f or I've gone on the phone when I'm just feeling awkward, like you at a party. I've definitely been like, Oh, hey. for sure. <laughs> Um, isn't isn't it the worst though when you're in a long conversation you really have to pee and you say somebody I have to go to the bathroom and you know they're thinking they're just trying to get out of this conversation but you're like no I actually have to pee but the, the last thing I'll say about this is that 
I, I think on top of it, on top of like the, the letting it go, I also think that you will automatically give yourself responses in your mind. Mm. And I think that there will be solutions in those responses. <gasps> Wait, that's genius because I am so good at giving advice. Like when my friend calls me, I'm completely unbiased. I'm so just like logical and I know what's, it'll be hard, but this is what you have to do. But then when it comes to my own problems, I'm so fucking jaded and like there's so many filters I'm seeing it through and so many lenses. So if you're talking to yourself, you become your own best friend who's almost like the person that you need to yes. give advice and you start to see that other side of yourself that actually could be logical in this situation and could yeah. give you that perspective. Yeah. Okay, we're about to be and crazy. And we're so distracted all the time. It's like having a moment with yourself. You're like, hey, long time no see. Oh. Check out my motivational like you're, TikTok. You're talking <laughs> to your conscience. Yes. All right, great suggestion. Thank oh. you very much, Tyler. I didn't know where it was going at first. Yes. I love it. Great job. Okay, number two. I'm feeling more relaxed already. So a unique way that I like to unwind and de-stress is I will sit on my couch and rot and look at houses on Zillow that I could never be able to afford. There's something so soothing and peaceful about it. And then I critique these, you know, $30 million homes and say, well, I would never build it like that. And it just, I don't know, it makes me feel good. No, this is so relatable. Oh, I'm like, so relatable. how could you choose that marble? Money doesn't buy you class, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better than sort of like looking at the unachievable and being like, well, I would do this unachievable thing so much better than these clowns. But there is also low-key a form of manifestation in that. Like I find like when I watch documentaries of people who like accomplish their dreams or I look at like, you know, really nice properties, you're kind of like channeling that energy um, within you of like success and hitting your goals and look for the things you want and then they start becoming less out of reach in your head because you're creating like neurological pathways to it. I made that up. But you know, but <laughs> I mean, that's the whole manifesting thing anyway. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it's not an area that's going to hold up to science. So say whatever the hell you want. Babe. No, I'm just, I'm just saying you're, you're not, you're in a safe space to say whatever you want around that stuff. But, uh, you know, the, the, the great thing about these little Zillow trips that she's taken is it's almost literally like being on HGTV. Yeah. Except you're the you're the director or you're the you're the sassy presenter yes. that has opinions on what's in the house. Well, you really kind of put yourself in this mindset of like you're window shopping these mansions and the only reason you're not buying it is because you don't like the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah, only you can reason. delude yourself. Be like, honestly, yeah. If it if it, if it wasn't for those hardwood floors, I'd be all over that. Oh, this carpet, this carpet is a is a deal breaker. I do have to say, I know that I'm doing like I don't know if I'm doing mentally well or bad, but there's moments where you always want to like more. You want to find a problem, and sometimes you can't find it. And I feel like that's when I become obsessed with getting a long-haired chihuahua. Like I know when I'm on my phone, just like searching pet finder for long-haired chihuahuas, that I'm like, okay, you're doing fine because this is the only thing you're like obsessing over right now. And you're like, oh, if I got this chihuahua, life would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> Except you know, your your marriage would have some issues. My marriage would have issues. <laughs> Butter would be beyond herself hannah's like hey we foster pit bulls which are probably like the dog <laughs> that people worry about the most w how can i make this worse let's go for the dog people hate even more chihuahuas but i do love looking at zillow and just it's it's nice to be like oh everything is good in my life what could make it better that kind of mentality where it's not like just living in the past it's very like looking towards the future yeah, and plus, honestly, like, it's fun to go, like, if you're in a place, like, you're on on tour or something, and you're yeah. in, like, Cincinnati, Ohio or something, just, it's very fun to sort of look at Zillow and go, holy shit, that's what you can get here for that, you know, that type of comparing and contrasting. I don't think, I think a lot of people don't realize that you can just go on Zillow wherever you are. Yeah, just do you like, remember when we went to Aspen? How fun was that trip? <laughs> um, I was like, okay, how much would a one-bedroom be in Aspen? You guys, it's crazy pants. And I live in New York City, and I was like, this is next-level shit. 
Yeah. Um, but it's very fun to be like, oh, if I lived two blocks from here, what would my life be? What Pilates class would I be going to? Yeah. Hannah was like, oh, what what can we buy in Aspen? And then I was like, <laughs> how much is uh, a hospital visit in Aspen? <laughs> I, think, I think it might affect it might affect our house purchasing power. How much power. is physical therapy <laughs> <laughs> in Aspen? <laughs> All right. Let's let's shake and bake. I knew you'd like that one. Hi. Okay, so I'm here to let you in on my coveted secret. It's called speed dancing. And what I do is nobody has to be home. You shut your door. You put on some fucking sunglasses that make you feel good. You put on your headphones and you blast music so loud. Dance in the mirror. Pretend like you're on stage. All your haters, lovers, everyone you've ever wanted to be are sitting there watching you. They have to silently. And you're just getting it. You're going so hard. You're sweating. You're doing moves people have never seen before. You're practicing for the next time you're on the dance floor in public. And boom, you feel amazing after. Obviously, this is because it's like working out. So I'm sure endorphins are released. But really, it's good to just see you kind of getting it, if you know what I mean. I I think she danced before she left that message. Wait, I'm obsessed with her. I want to be best friends. This is me when I was a four-year-old Leo queen. We had this huge mirror in our house. Like, it was the whole... I don't know why the fuck there was a mirror that big. And I would just put on, like, now four or whatever. You know the nows? Yes. Put on, like, now four, Christina Aguilera, Gina in a bottle. And my parents would just leave me alone. I would just look at the mirror and be like... I'm a genie in a bottle. And I'd practice the dance moves over and over. I'm like, you have a big performance later tonight. Yes. And I'd be, th- I'd do it for seven hours. <laughs> like, I'd be gone all day. And it's true. You pump yourself up. And I do that in general. Like, daydreaming is so good for your mental health. Well, all I can say is that there are times when I'm not in the mood to go to the gym that I will use this method as a way to get me in the mood. So much so that I once thought about doing like a YouTube series mm-hmm. of workout warm-ups. So basically like these are not workouts, but this is five minutes that will absolutely make you want to go to the gym by the time we're done. And it was very much this, oh, wow. just like putting on an awesome song and just dancing the way that you like to dance. And it absolutely changes your mood. Well, it's funny because this girl, I was like, she needs to start her own YouTube channel because this is a workout that I would yes. be down for. I, 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 I actually, you know what? I actually pitched it to John Bishop. Wow. I actually pitched it to John Bishop, who coincidentally enough, I met up with this morning. Shut I up. was saying like, this could be a good TV show, like comedians doing like workout dances to like get people in the mood to go yeah. to the gym. But what I like about this is I get very intimidated by workout dances like hip hop yes. dances or Zumba because I'm like I can't remember the moves and I'm gonna look stupid. It's I love how it's like you do your moves. Yeah, you do to your this stupid music. shit. <laughs> we all do it together. Yeah, I mean it's like risky. There's a. Did you ever see risky business? Yeah. Yeah. So there's an element with the sunglasses. I was feeling that maybe there was a subconscious inspiration from Tom mm. Cruise coming out and like you know going crazy. But uh, either way, absolutely the endorphins are gonna kick yeah. off and this this is gonna make you feel better. I also and, th- and you don't have to be self conscious because you're yes. on your own. I also think I, it's funny I bring up childhood because I think like a lot of suppression happens when you're adult. Like you have to act a certain way. You mm-hmm. have to carry yourself a certain yes. way. You have to sit a certain way, stand. Yes. You have to talk a certain mm-hmm. way. So for you to like be able to put on a different persona that's unfiltered mm-hmm. and free, it's very orgasmic. Like mm-hmm. it's very like, ah, like liberating, yes, yeah. liberating. And I do think depression is when you feel like you're not being yourself and you have no motivation to even like get up to go to the gym. So this is a good definitely like first step to be like, I'm not going to the gym, but let's put on some music and just like dance a little. And for our older uh, dialers like myself, just so you know, uh, start with a softer song first and then move on. You know, you need to, you need to warm up. You can, you can pull a muscle by uh, going too hard, too fast. Cause there's still, oh this is, you're still warming up. You the know? process of me, trying to go to the gym is so difficult like the every, i think for like people can relate to that like oh the yeah. gym is the easiest part in the afterwards it's get getting there because i'll be like first of all i go okay i i am gonna get hungry i have to eat and then you go okay i have to digest and then you're like do i have a stomach ache yes. and then you're like oh i have to wait that out and then you're like yeah. am i hungry again and then you're like is it windy outside yeah. and then you're like but you you, <laughs> you just have to go that's why this method that's why this method is so good now i know she's just talking about a mood changer but yeah. it's also really good for getting you to the gym because no yes. matter how much you don't want to go to the gym even just two minutes of this silly dancing the endorphins will rise the adrenaline will pop a little bit and suddenly it will make sense to go to the gym you're so no right. matter how 
much you don't want to go, you're so this right. can make it happen. So. Well, yeah, it's like when you're lying down trying to decide to go to the gym, it's oh. like at least stand up first and then decide. Yeah, but, but even if you're lying down, honestly, here's a crazy thing because I've done so much rehab over the last three years. Even if you're lying down, just literally just do double leg bridges while you're lying down. And even just a double leg bridge will warm your glutes up a touch and your your perception will change. Okay, Andrew Huberman. Okay. We all want to be healthy this year. We're trying our very best. And that's when I discovered Hungry Root. You're like, Hannah, what is Hungry Root? Let me explain. You have your grocery stores. Fine. You have your meal kits. A whole other thing. Hungry Root is the best of both worlds. It has personalized recommendations of things you should buy from Hungry Root. It has healthy 10-minute recipes that it recommends, easier meal prep and planning, healthy snacks, pantry staples. It has a fresh selection that rotates, and it's shipped to you on your schedule. So it's the best of both worlds, and you can customize however you want. Do you want dairy-free, soy-free, carb-conscious, less sugar? You're saving money on groceries and you're eating out less and you're eating healthier and you're reducing food waste. You're also saving five hours per week using Hungry Root without the stress of grocery and meal planning. And I have special discounts. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get free high quality food delivered to your door. Healthy groceries, simple recipes, all in one place. Take a fun short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. You guys know I love quizzes. I want to tell them about myself. I want to learn about myself. And then I want Hungry Root to get me and know what I need to do when it comes to my shopping, my meal planning, and my cooking. So right now, Hungry Root is offering Burner Film listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Look at us. We're so healthy. Go to HungryRoot.com slash Burner. That's B-E-R-N-E-R to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Burner. Let's get healthy now. Let's eat better. Our body and our mind will love us more. Don't forget to use our links that they know we sent you. As you guys know, I think water is so boring. I hate water. I think it's overrated. I think water's PR team is really good. They're probably Pickleball's PR team. But I want to drink juices. <laughs> also, I don't eat vegetables. So that's why juice cleanses are really good for me. And my new favorite juice company is called Squeeze.com. I get in some bad eating habits when I'm on the road or when I'm just at home, rotting in bed, eating takeout. I need to get my veggies. Also, sometimes my sinuses are really bad and I really feel like a juice cleanse detoxes my body and it allows me to get a little bit hydrated because God forbid I drink water. Squeeze.com juice cleanse is way more fun. When I feel like I'm about to get sick, I like to do it. It helps with bloat. It clears your skin, increases your energy. It helps with sleep and it breaks bad eating habits. The best part is they have same day local delivery or free fast delivery nationwide with code BURN. B-E-R-N. So check out squeeze.com for a delicious juice cleanse delivered to you. I'm 32 years old and it really stresses me out to have to book any kind of appointments. So when I discovered ZocDoc, I've been using ZocDoc, humble brag, for like at least 10 years, I feel like, <laughs> because something will happen to me and I need to fix it. And I just go to the ZocDoc free app and website where I search and compare all the highly rated in-network doctors. I put my own insurance and then I choose them. Do I like their face? Do I like what school they went to? I look at their ratings and it's the easiest way. I'm not going to just like go on Google and try to figure it out. ZocDoc organizes it all for you and then you instantly book appointments from within the app. They message within the app. I'm a ZocDoc girly. You don't have to go on a call. I'm not calling people. And you don't have to wait awkwardly on hold with like receptionists who the, and then they hang up on you and then you're like, where am I? I'm so confused. And all these docs have verified reviews from actual patients that you can read. And we're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists of all kind. I've gotten prescriptions. I've gone to gynos. I've just gotten checkups. ZocDoc is that girl. The typical wait time to see a doctor is between 24 to 72 hours also. So it's been amazing for like last second things I want to do. And I really want to work on my self-help. You know, I'll get my nails done. I get my hair cut. I go to the dentist. And I want ZocDoc to give me the top options for every kind of doctor I need in my life. I'm not going to settle. I'm finding the best and right doctor for me. Go to ZocDoc.com burner and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash burner. ZocDoc.com burner.
Tis the month of love, and there's nothing I love more than comfortable shapewear. I do not want to feel like an overstuffed sausage, and then I'm uncomfortable all night, and then going to the bathroom's a nightmare, and then I'm like uncomfortable talking to people, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not. My shapewear is so uncomfortable, and I can't think. And that's where honey love comes to town. Get 20% off your entire order of Honey Love Shapewear with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash burn. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash burn. Their superpower short is my go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Look, I'm trying to show my booty. I'm trying to sculpt my midsection and squeeze out my natural curves. I'm not trying to get everything compressed and squeezed. And Honey Love is so good at squeezing in the parts that I want to squeeze and no more rolling down there's flexible boning that's hidden to make sure it stays up because I've definitely worn (laughs) shapewear and then the dress has like a roll in it which is the whole point of shapewear is hiding rolls but instead it has its own roll it's creating and then I'm pissed off so definitely check out their wide range of shapewear. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com burn. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com burn. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you from Burnt Phone. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. One of the most stressful things about a new marriage is figuring out how to combine two entire lives into one, especially when you're with an older man who has fully established who he is over decades. Seriously, like whose bank do we go to? Who has better insurance? Your sofa, my sofa. The one thing I found that Des and I were both more than happy to combine was our wireless plan. Mint Mobile. Right now, Mint Mobile has phone plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data. You don't have to ever shut up for $15 a month. The quality is amazing compared to previous providers I've been with. And you're saving a lot of money. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for $15. Choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to a monthly phone bill. And they give you the best rate when you're buying for one or a family or at Mint, family start at two lines. So get together. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. To get your new wireless plan just for 15 bucks and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash burner, B-E-R-N-E-R. That's mintmobile.com slash burner. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash burner. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I'm in school for mechanical engineering right now, and a tip my friend gave me for whenever you're literally mental overload stressed out is to take a shower in the dark. I sometimes light a candle or sometimes have my phone flashlight just to make sure I can see everything around me, but um, your brain just kind of shuts off whenever you're focusing on trying to see everything. And I leave the shower typically kind of relaxed and not so stressed out about what I was thinking about before. Love the podcast. Thanks, guys. I like that one because I felt like there was like a real practical thing going yeah. on. Well, she's with, very smart, clearly. Yeah, because there's like a there's a perception issue here, which naturally just sort of, I guess, I guess it shifts your mind. Like whatever a woman in STEM says, I believe. And we are at the end of the day, like plants, like slightly more self-aware plants she's well, literally a woman in stem by the way i think yeah, we no, to, I, know. <laughs> yeah, I know you pointed it out sorry I, I i'm reiterating what you were saying but because when you said it it didn't hit me first and then i was like oh actually this is actually a woman <laughs> no, in stem I know. that was the first ever woman in stem i've ever met so this is kind of a big deal this is a big deal i mean look woman in stem recognize woman in stem yeah i mean that's like, what i like to say that, that, that should almost be one of those things where the whole woman in stem meme <laughs> thing that you've created it's like when an actual proper woman in stem there should be like there should be she like a, a, another a, name. Yeah, a song goes up. <laughs> a song needs to go up. It's like I'm I'm an actual woman instead. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, I, and she really came strong here. But I do. I, I'm a shower girl. Some people I never understood. People were like, oh, I have to take a shower. I will shower at all hours of the day. I love showering. Yes. I did have this one friend who he would sit in showers for, like, hours. I'd be like, what are you doing? He's, like, sitting in the shower. And I'm like, okay. Well, funny you should mention that because on a previous iteration of what we were talking about in the past, we had people saying lie down in the shower. Uh But actually, in this one, too, we had people saying lie down in the shower. That that, that actually came up by numerous people. 
I do think lying down, sorry, it's the morning. Lying down um, is very grounding. Like we talk about it in yoga. Like you, I lie down all the time like a fucking cat. Like I'll get home from a long day and I just lie down on the carpet. Some people like lying down on their kitchen tile floor because it's kind of cold. And you just feel like your body is like one with the earth and you're settled and you don't feel out of control. So, but then the, with the whole water thing, the I, water. Get, I get nervous. I'm going to drown. But isn't there a thing with like uh, isn't there a thing with like positive ions? Isn't there actually some science behind? Babe, like you're not a woman in STEM. Don't how, even try. No, but how? How? No, I think there's something about how water can change. Yeah, change, change your mood. I do but like the I, the I dark exactly idea is interesting because it it's like if you shut down one of your senses, you yes. will be less overloaded, yes. and you'll be able to like take in. And meditation is very like close your eyes, hear what's around yes. you, feel your breath. Yeah, um, plus like you're giving you're giving your brain a task. Yeah. Like in dog training, they always say, like, like the dog will actually get calm if they know what they need to do. It's almost like you're giving your brain a task, and then your brain sort of lets go of all the other shit that it's had freedom to think about. Just because I want to bring up tennis, one of my best tennis matches was when it was, like, we had you have to warm up before your matches, and this one court, the, like, light had broken, and it was nighttime, and it was really dark. You could barely see the ball, and we were hitting and I got into this weird zone where like I just trusted my body and I was like I know the ball is going to be around here and I just have to feel the ball and feel my body and I was basically like playing tennis in the dark and I then I went to play the match in the light and I never played better because I felt so like in my own body and in touch with myself. Okay, Kung Fu Capriati. <laughs> Kung Fu Capriati. That is so funny. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Miyagi. You know Capriati was my dad's favorite tennis player. He loved Capriati. Oh, really? Yeah, I love Capriati. And a great story, you know, trouble, everything, the whole package. Shout out to Capriati, wherever you are. For our Long Island people, mm-hmm. uh, we started at exit 35 and we've just passed exit 30, 63. So just Des in case. loves direct. Love, it's his love a sense thing. of place on the journey. <laughs> okay, what's next? So the way that I unwind is by watching videos of Disney characters falling. If you YouTube it, you can see characters falling off floats at parades. It is pure comedy and guaranteed to get you out of a bad mood. Also, mascots falling is a good one. There's one of a mascot falling off a dugout that I could watch all day long. So hopefully that helps. Hannah, I'm going to see you in New Jersey in a couple of weeks. And Des, congrats on the special. It's great. Awesome. I mean, I feel like that one is just... That's just like a f- that's a fun suggestion of what to watch on YouTube. Wait, I first thought she meant like Disney movies. I'm like, how many scenes are there of them <laughs> falling off floats? I was like, I've never even seen a float in a Disney movie. Okay, she means like literally Disney people dressed up as Disney characters falling off floats. Yeah, that's just a fun. That's like a fun suggestion. That's very, that's very fun. I can't wait to check it out. M- my videos that I like to watch is obviously well, Cats is more cute. My th- thing that'll make me laugh every time is Google babies eating lemons. Oh, it yeah, I've seen that. That is very good. Because they're so, like, sweet and excited, and they put it in their mouth, and then they have these, like, long reactions of their body being like, what the fuck is that? And they make the funniest faces. The parents are dying. I, I, like I actually, I for a while, I was following kids getting hurt, and it was some, some funny videos, but then kids getting hurt said, oh, you like kids getting hurt. You'll also like adults getting hurt. But adults getting hurt, I had to get rid of it because it was like <laughs> triggering. No, because it was really bad. Like, yeah, no. you know, like kids getting hurt is kind of cute. Like, you know, yeah. you like fall down the slide. Whereas like adults getting hurt, it was like, oh my god, I think that guy just had a compound <laughs> fracture. Like, it really was like disturbing. You're like, How many ACLs <laughs> just got yeah, torn? Yeah, yeah. By the way, I, one, you know, you buy a new car, you you get a car, and then suddenly you realize like so many versions of your car out in the road. Yeah. Like when you tear your ACL, you realize that like half the world has torn their ACL. Like everybody I mentioned it to is like, oh, I tore my ACL. Oh, my husband just had surgery wow. anyway go ahead also i love all the love of the dialers watching the special that i executively produced. oh yeah I, I, I really appreciate it i mean shout out your videos are going viral and people are loving it so thank goodness um we, there's we numerous people that have no idea it. what's going on in the comments that are like why is everyone going on about the production <laughs> 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 it's, it's very funny let's get a few more while we're while we're still on the road I have an 18-month-old daughter, and how I unwind is whenever I can get out of the house, I go and I get fast food, and I eat it in my car, and I listen to a podcast, and it is my favorite thing to do. It helps me relax and get out of the house and get away from my little monster, to be honest. Love you guys. Okay, car eating is like a real phenomenon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much people can relate to this, but for me, I was like, wow. I I so, 
Now, this is a little serious, but like when my mother was sick in the hospital, so, you know, I would like have to deal with all, you know, this hospital stuff and it was so stressful. And then I'd finally be getting home and I would go to Taco Bell on the corner of Utopia Parkway and Northern Boulevard and I, would, I wouldn't take it home. I would eat it in the car and it was just so, I don't know why. It's so common. Do you know what I hate? When you have a good meal that's ruined because people are talking to you or watching you eat. Like, there's nothing like eating alone in a car. The solitude, man. There's I, just, there's I do have to say, though, I've actually never done it because I don't drive <laughs> and I live in New York City. So when I eat, I'm always like the passenger and I'm also helping the driver eat. So I have to kind of manage that. But all my, like, L.A. friends, that's like their thing. They go... They pick up some In-N-Out, they go to Air One, spend way too much money, and then they sit there. And there's a peacefulness. I hate when you have a meal, you're so excited to eat, and, like, someone, like, you have a meeting or something, you have to be on a Zoom, and you can't fucking, like, really indulge all your senses. You know what it is? It's like you can put all your senses into enjoying the experience. Yeah, and um, I, I, to all the parents out there, there has to be some identification, because I don't have kids, but any of my friends that had kids, my brother, there was a lot of using the car as an escape that's funny it's like literally like just i it's like your it's like your quiet room <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought you were gonna say also that kids will want to like have some of your food my dad oh. has never let me live down when i was little i think i must have been like seven we were in long island and we went to some like fish restaurant and he ordered a lobster and i ordered flounder and I remember looking at his food and being like, that's way fucking better than what I got. And I must have said out loud, like, Dad, can I, I, I want, can I have your lobster? And I think in that moment, I don't know how, he was like, sure, you can have my lobster. And we switched. And then he never let me forget to this day. He goes, remember when I gave you my fucking lobster? <laughs> and I'm like, you should have just said no, you stupid kid. You yeah. can't have my lobster. You should have just taken the lobster to the car. <laughs> yeah. Eating the lobster <laughs> in the car. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, God. Shake and bake. Anyway, shout out, Dad. You're an amazing dad, but you, you don't let me live things down. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Des. My way to relax that's a little unique is I play fetch with my dog. So I know that sounds kind of normal, but I never really trained my dog how to properly play fetch. So basically, I will throw a ball. He'll go get it, wrestle with it drop it about 100 yards from me, then I'll go get the ball, and then I'll throw it, and we'll continue this cycle. So we're both kind of playing fetch with each other. It's a good way to get some steps in and spend time with my dog. And then after that, we'll come inside, snuggle in bed, and watch some housewives scream at each other because that really, you know, calms the nerves. It's like <laughs> like the dog is like, hey, I like going to chase this ball. How about you do it too? <laughs> I, Why uh, the fuck am I doing it? Yeah. Meet me halfway. <laughs> yeah. Meet me halfway. I just thought it was so cool. It's like, I've never thought of the concept that instead of thinking my dog doesn't know how to play fetch, it's like we're playing fetch with each other. I think the dog's like, I think my human needs to play some fetch right now. Yeah, my now. human needs outside. some steps. I, I, my <laughs> human gets three meals a day. How come I only get fucking one? I was always <laughs> jealous of, like, dogs on Instagram that were good at playing fetch because I feel like every dog I've ever had is, like, you have to pry it out of their yeah, mouth. Yeah. And you're like, you if I like, lose a finger. You have finger, to risk your hand. <laughs> is it worth losing a finger for this game that I don't even. And then the ball is so slimy. And you're like, this is disgusting. And then he's like rolling around in poop. And you're like, why did we do this? Like, I was comfortable inside. It is funny that she does mention. I do think having a pet lie on you, definitely with cats. They, there's like statistics that show that like cuddling with your cat lowers your blood pressure and cats can they purr so it, it creates this like real calmness and I think they like feeling your heartbeat and I think you like feeling their heartbeat and I think dogs it's similar yes um so like if you're look go to Southampton Animal Shelter adopt a cat adopt a dog shout out to some shelter I do think like my cat saved my life Yes. I know I'm getting dramatic, but like she did during hardest times, I literally would cuddle with butter and watch Vanderpump Rules back in the day. Yeah. And I would forget all my problems because you're invested in these people's like reality TV is like high drama stakes. Right. So like you're upset about, you know, you messed up something at work and then you go in and you're like, this girl fucked her husband's whatever, who just went bankrupt, who's now getting canceled online. And you're like, OK, I could like 
<laughs> forget my shit for a second. First time caller on literally any type of podcast. So I'm a little nervous, but excited to possibly hear my voice. Um, one thing that I really love to do to unwind, and I know it's bad because you're not supposed to do it, but um, cleaning my ears with Q-tips. I don't know what it is. It just sends this whole sensation through my bod and I just feel all warm and cozy and it just feels really great. Look, I heal my inner child when I use a Q-tip. You're a big fan of a Q-tip. I can't, it doesn't, it doesn't calm me. It gives me anxiety because I, I literally always think I'm about to pop my eardrum. Yeah, there was one episode of Girls, but you guys, if you haven't watched Girls HBO from back in the day, you have to. It's so fucking good where she did that and it was pretty traumatizing. I'm not like a Q-tip user. Like I'm not like, I oh, where's my Q-tips? But if I see a Q-tip, I'm using it. I've never Does bought a Q-tip sense? in my life. Yeah, like when I'm, I at have a ho- when I'm at a hotel yeah. and I see a Q-tip, I yeah, go, Or that's like a fancy going. gym, you know, like a fancy gym that has like Q-tips and everything. I say, the- that's going in my fucking eardrum. I do have to say, not to get too graphic... I did see some blood the other night. <laughs> I think I went too far, but it heals really quick. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was Anna. like a little bit of blood, and I was like, mm, that's weird. It didn't feel like I did anything wrong. It felt fucking good. And I'm like... But I, 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 got, I bought the, um, like the ear irrigator, the electric oh, one, yeah. and that was fun for a while. That was fun. So um, I knew you'd like that one because you're a big Q-tipper. I, yeah, you put... And obviously, you don't want to go too deep, but... Oh, oh, I'm getting like worked up just talking about it. I love that shit. Something that absolutely always works without fail is masturbating. If you're stressed out in your head, anxious, you know, excited, masturbating, it it's always always a great way to chill out. I love this cuz I feel like men figured this out. And girls, like, didn't know, because it was always so attached to, like, your little slut, where it's like, what if it's just good for your mental health? I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but it had to be left in, because mm-hmm. after smoking weed, masturbation was the was the second most mm-hmm. mentioned thing. My thing is, sometimes if I'm really stressed, like, I'm not horny. Like, <laughs> like I'm too worried about, like, I always joke for me to orgasm, I have to have, like, zero emails on my phone. Like, I need to be in a place where I can, like, enjoy... Um, being turned on, where like I, I I'm not very good at compartmentalizing. Compartmentalizing, yeah. But I do think that if you just decide, like, even though I'm not horny, I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah. you will actually. Do you think guys do it to de-stress? I mean, I, I I think there are times where you just do it to just like, I don't know, take away Scratch the an itch. the er, yeah the 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 deep desire that's growing within you when I <laughs> back when I was younger and I would be like working some shitty job you know like some summer job or some shit I uh I would I would you know like on a bathroom break I would do it just as a kind of way of like isn't this great you know I'm getting paid but actually I'm doing this <laughs> I'm like you're that, like I got paid ten dollars to jerk off yeah just now. <laughs> yeah but like it would change you like it was fu- you know you know you was, can make more funny more money doing that on OnlyFans yeah but that didn't exist <laughs> this was pre-internet let alone fucking let alone uh, OnlyFans this was this was before Hotmail that is such a dude thing to be like I'm gonna jerk off doing work just to be like ha ha I jerk off doing work it wasn't even like a ha ha it was more just like this is a fun thing to do rather than be working. You know yeah, what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like a screw in the system. I also feel like for women, maybe we need a little more like situational stuff. Like I can't just do it standing up. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Although, you know. I mean, I probably, probably could. I could, but like it's not ideal. It's not. Whatever. And then like you get nervous. Someone's going to like walk in. I don't know. It depends if you have roommates and shit. But no, yeah, this is very. At the end of the day, these are all things that change your brain perspective of whatever shit's going on a mood changer mental health moment whatever you're feeling in that moment whatever stress whatever anxiety it doesn't last forever and that's a fucking fact a hundred percent man okay last one last one hey hannah and des so you know how they have horse girls well i guess you can call me an ass girl because i have a donkey and she has very large ears so she listens to all my troubles as i'm scratching her beautiful forehead And then she lays her giant head on top of me, which forces me to relax because I can't breathe. So really a 10 out of 10 experience. Highly recommend a donkey for your troubles. Wait, I want a donkey. Now, I know that this is not like a very mainstream thing, but 
oddly enough, I completely identify with this because when I was making the the TV series, I'm an ass guy. (laughs) When I was making the the series about learning the Irish language, I lived in Connemara and they had two donkeys. And like I was on there on my own, like I, I out there on my own, I had a lot of spare time. And sometimes I would go down and I would hang with the donkeys and they are so calming. And there's actually a picture of me. If you're bored one day, you can Google it. I used to like lay down. The donkey would put his head across the wall and I would rest my head against the donkey's neck and we would just chill there. So are donkeys like different than horses? Like are they more calming in a way? Donkeys are calm. I mean, you don't want to get kicked by one. But I had a lot of... There's something about donkeys. Like you feel like... I, I know it's an illusion, but you feel like you're connected with them. Okay, can we get a donkey? No, I, 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 I don't even think you're allowed to have a donkey in New York. You I'm assuming. Know, no, actually, my only memory of donkeys is for what? like one of my birthdays. They, I guess, like I wanted a horse or something, and there's like no way you could get a horse in New York. So there was like a dwarf donkey that was like around that let all the like two-year-olds sit on this donkey, and it was there's a photo of me like in Park Slope on a city block on a donkey. Really? <laughs> yeah, and it was like well, the best birthday ever. But we also went to the donkey sanctuary in Aruba. <gasps> we did! Oh my god, they're so cute. Yeah, they're I so love cute. them they're all. They're like eating out of your hand. Oh, I want a donkey. Yeah. That okay, well be. now <laughs> I'm like upset because I don't have a donkey. Daddy, can we get a donkey? <laughs> can we get a Harry Chihuahua on a donkey, please? Um, um, all right. Okay. <laughs> you guys, we're also going to add um, some extras that we loved at the end. So stay tuned and leave us a review if you're enjoying the pod. I'm going to be in Chicago. Zany's Rosemont mm-hmm. and Zany's Old Town are the first week end of May, which will actually be the next time I'm on stage. Oh, geez. Exciting. I actually just announced Jacksonville, I think Detroit. Um, but Saginaw and Gary, I'm coming through. They're like really fun. The Gary one is a fun casino. Come through. You guys, right. I feel so, I feel like I just went to a spa. Um, I have cucumbers on my eyes. I feel amazing. Ready to start the day. Definitely use these methods if you feel that they resonated with you at all. I love you guys. Thanks for calling in. Love the show. Love you too. I found Giggly Squad last year. Binged it all. Would love if you guys recorded like nine days a week. Um, my unique way to de-stress is to scream in the car as loud as I can. So I'm a social worker with like elementary, middle school, high school students. And I always feel like they're cooler than me because they are. Um, but also sometimes the job is just really hard and you feel helpless. So I just scream in the car as loud as I can. I encourage my clients to do this if they're alone in the car. I tell all of my coworkers to scream in the car. Um, it's, it's really been helpful. Also, this is featuring my cat's meows. Hi, y'all. The way that I like to de-stress it is kind of unique slash sociopathic is I like to score keep baseball games, meaning I like to go to a baseball game and sit there and talk to no one and use a legitimate scorebook to keep track of all of the plays, the strikes, the outs, etc. My dad taught me how to do that when I was really young. He was a baseball coach for a really long time. So for some reason, I find that to be really distressing now, which is ironic because when my dad was a coach and my brother was playing in college, I used to get so, so nervous. I would like want to go to the bathroom and throw up. But fast forward to now, I find it oddly relaxing, just keeping all of these stats and my mind on the game. Um, so yeah. And sorry about your ACL, Des. I tore my ACL two years ago and it'll get a lot worse before it gets better. Okay, bye. Hi, Hannah and Des. So when I need to unwind, I do what's called a TikTok nap. And it's basically just me scrolling on TikTok. Um, But I use it in place of a nap because I suck at napping because we all know as soon as I close my eyes, I'm planning what time I need to wake up for the entire next year. Um, So instead of a nap, I lay in my bed and just scroll on TikTok for an unhealthy amount of time. And I've noticed that when I get off of TikTok, I actually feel like I just woke up from a nap because my brain has shut off for a sufficient amount of time. And I feel refreshed and like I can move on with my day. My favorite way to de-stress is doing an adult coloring book. 
I'm an accountant and I'm not very creative, but having really high quality colored pencils and using these intricate designs really is so calming. And it's great to do by the water, on the beach, while watching a show that you don't really care about. Um, yeah, so it's really great. It's funny, though, because people, when I tell them I do adult coloring books, they think it's something pornographic that I'm coloring, but it's just very intricate. Hi, Hannah and Des. Oh, my gosh. First time calling in because I never see the prompts when they're posted. Um, a weird thing that I like to do to, like de-stress is build puzzles um I guess I'm in like my grandma era right now I feel super self-conscious about it because I feel like I don't know anybody else my age in their 20s that builds puzzles um but I love it um it's like $25 a puzzle I never want to rebuild the same puzzle I always have to like hog the entire dining room table like I wish I just wanted to like have a glass of wine to unwind but no I wanted to like put together a thousand pieces I don't know why I don't know how it started but um, always calms me down.